0: Welcome, everyone, to a very special broadcast. It's an unusual time, and this is not your usual inspiration today. We've got timely things for you today on the Business of Life Masterclass Podcast, the show for people who thrive on opportunities, drive to get results, and seek input and ideas to incorporate quickly in life and in business. It's Barb Zant, media sales leader, founder of the lifestyle brand, stay-at-work mom, infection stylist. Hello, it's Debbie Lundberg, founder and CEO of Presenting Powerfully. So the topic for today is remote work. Debbie, you have been doing this for several years. I, however, have not. I thought my setup was ideal. I have an office. I have a computer. What else do you need? (laughs) I've worked evenings and weekends my entire career. So what I thought was doing what I thought I was doing was remote work and and it's not. So it it really isn't the same. If I, if I could use helpful tips, I'm sure that there's many people out there that could also use helpful tips just like me. So Debbie, yes? can you start us off with some do's and don'ts? Maybe start with the employees. Absolutely. And first of all, Barb, you said it correctly in that you called it working remotely or remote workers. So thank you, one, for not calling it work from home or people at home working. I'm hearing that a lot on through media and really it's important for remote workers and remote managers to think about it as, in fact, working remotely, not like somebody being at home who happens to be doing work. That's a lot of what you were kind enough to share, that if you happen to do something late at night or on the weekends you happen to be working at home right so that's really important so thank you for phrasing it that way and please everybody listening do respect it and phrase it that way so a few things you asked me for the employee correct yes if you could start with employee and yes. do manager after that okay so employees do make a schedule and stick to it and make that schedule be similar as possible to what you do on your days that you typically go into an office don't ignore standing meetings or other people's meeting requests simply because you don't like the idea of it or it doesn't fit what you've decided to do now as you work remotely. So basically, skip um, keep to your schedule. Yes, and if there's an adjustment in the schedule, make it, publicize it, and stick to that yeah. so that you are following a schedule. Schedules aren't meant to be rigid. Schedules are meant to be a form of... of sameness and comfort believe it or not for people and especially at these times where things are in flux and changing so again employees another thing is and i get i can feel people getting ready to roll their eyes you might even want to barb but employers never employees do go to bed and get up on a similar schedule or plan as before might sound like the same tip but it's a little bit different this one is one where it can get tempting To say, oh, I don't have to go into the office, so I'll stay up and watch another show on Netflix and then I'll sleep in a little bit. And No, don't rob your employee. That is really fraudulent if you are supposed to be working, getting paid to be working, and you're sleeping or watching a movie. So it's also just not good for your psyche. It gets you in a completely different mindset and, and emotionally and physically it's different. So do stick with your sleep schedule. Another one, Uh, do be available. So by scheduling things, if you are going to say, take a break, which is another do, do take breaks, schedule that time as quote unquote busy. You know, I don't like that word, but on Outlook and other formats, it says quote unquote busy. So, but be available when you're available and make sure there's time for people. Don't think people will not realize that when you ignore their call right now, that you aren't just simply ignoring them. (laughs) They know you're not somewhere or on a plane. They know this. Communication really is key here. And that's what I'm hearing as a reoccurring theme. You're right. And speaking of communication, do call people and do set up video conferencing as this is a time to stay connected and don't rely completely on technology. Technology is wonderful. We're not against it. It's just technology such as email and texting can become impersonal. And it can become very rote. And it's also physically something that stresses our necks. It can stress how we're sitting, all of those things. So make phone calls. Walk around while you're making the phone call. Do a video conference. That's the other reason that I give you this this other tip of do get up and get ready for work. That means shower. Put on your makeup if you wear makeup. Do your hair if you do your hair normally. Put on clothes that you would wear to work. Don't think that you can stick around in your PJs all day. Because if you are ready for work, that's your mindset. It's professional. You will also be ready to take a FaceTime call, Skype call, a Zoom meeting, as opposed to scrambling or telling someone, no, 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 you know, oh, my, my computer doesn't work. Let's not get ourselves in that. Be ready. You will feel so good about yourself if you stick with that habit. That's, that's a great tip. Just like when you're in the office, you don't want to be in fire drill mode. Just be ready for anything. Be ready. Exactly. So do be mindful, though, of what you're asking for. So as a, as a worker, and this may transition, transition us nicely over to the manager's Barb. think about it would be wonderful if everybody had a stand-up desk and two monitors and all of these things. But I've been working remotely on and off for over 20 years, and starting when I was 23 years old. It takes a discipline, and if you're going to do it for the long term, yes, you will likely want your employer or you will want to invest in your own equipment that really works. At this time, you may want to think about the budget and the constraints that everyone's under right now, and while it would be nice to have those, they're not necessary right now. So don't don't be demanding of what it takes to do the job because we're in this together right now. And you might not need it long-term. Exactly. So you don't want to waste that expense. You're absolutely right. So, you know, a couple other things before we go on to the manager, now that I think about it. Do eat mindfully and nourish your body with foods that are nutrition-rich and satisfying. I'm not saying that don't have anything outside of greens. uh, But don't stress eat processed foods and then blame the situation for bad eating. We are making choices right now, and we're under these constraints. There's enough stress on our minds and bodies that adding garbage to our systems consistently is not going to assist us. It's going to make us feel worse. Uh, Do explain to your family members what remote work means. I know cats and dogs and birds may not understand it as well, but children, spouses, parents, uh, whomever is in your space and have some boundaries and stick with it. I mean, I was on a call with the the chamber and it was on with our Senator and somebody's kid is, screaming in the background and we get it that these are these are different times. At the same time, if you can explain it and have boundaries, you're not going to wonder if something's going to interrupt you. So you're going to be on task and on time and on good energy. That is a a great point and it is an additional challenge. And I had that to I wanted to make sure that we, we touched on that. As a, a working parent during the summer you have, you know, Camps for your kids, and you have daycare or you have needs already set up. And so now that they're going to be home from school long term and they need to be homeschooled, do you have some recommendations? Should we, you know, invest in that daycare or that nanny? I mean, some of us, you know, it, it, it's very expensive to do that full time in the home, right? So you may want to, you may not, it's a personal decision. At the same time, if you go back to that schedule and focus on when are you going to make that time? Your family's a priority. Absolutely. So make the schedule to where you're, you're sharing some of the lesson and then they're working on things and you're coming back. So you're not flip-flopping or, as you said earlier, in this fire drill mindset. Instead, put that as part of your schedule. Plan for it. Plan for it. Perhaps you do some things early, some things at a longer lunch and some things later, and they have projects in between. Absolutely. It's not that somebody has to pay someone to come into their home or have the kids outside of the home. It's just having that conversation with your manager about your schedule. And please do say it to say respecting, I want to be both a great parent and a great team member. Here's the schedule. Please don't say things like, I can't do this because I have yeah, you know, I have to do this homeschooling. Because again, you won't be in a good in a good energy, in a good place. So it's that frame of mind again. Yeah, and the, and really the last thing for employees, it goes for managers too though, for all of us, do exercise. Even if you don't normally exercise, take that commute time and move. It doesn't have to be running or kickboxing. It's just don't become a couch potato. And that ties back to do have a designated office space and stick with that office space instead of letting your work spread throughout your home. Because again, it's remote work. It's not your home becoming your office. I love that exercise, and there's so many streaming options now. Most of our gyms are closed. Mm-hmm. I even saw a few stories where, in the high rises, the trainers were on their roofs uh, leading some exercises. <laughs> yes, great practice there. Wonderful. So then. Would you like me to go on to the managers? Yes, if we could talk a little bit on managers. Specifically, Mm -hmm. I know, like leading meetings. Okay. There's lots of technical difficulties that if they can happen, (laughs) they will. How can we navigate those? Okay. Yes, so I'll absolutely get to those. Before that even, do as managers and leaders, regardless of your title, do let people know you care. Don't complain that you have to work remotely do get or stay hopefully stay positive in your tone and your energy you'll keep hearing me say that and i don't mean that in any other way other than it conveys it conveys across this podcast it conveys in a phone call and an email uh, don't get impatient or negative because you'll you'll really want to have more tolerance right now and that doesn't mean you're letting people get away with things it means you're being a human being as a manager do listen to team member concerns about their productivity or their home or their family. Um, And don't say, oh, it is what it is, or I know, or I'm in the same boat. Instead, think about would they like to just vent or would they like you to problem solve with them? So do pay attention to things like that. So talking about meetings, uh, pay attention to times of for meetings, emails, and calls if people have shared schedules with you that, in fact, you want to respect it. And don't tell people they need to be on 24-7 now that they don't have distraction. And in your meetings, think about if you used to have an hour, could it be 20 minutes now? Because there's less socializing. At the same time, you might want 40 minutes instead and start it with some sort of activity that is not frivolous. And yet it's a team building. Like, what's something positive that's happened for each of you today? Like, let's start that way. Because by doing that, you let them know that you're speaking with them as people, not just the role and not just to get the job done. If technology doesn't work, do have a laugh about it and don't get too frustrated. At the same time, say, considering we all have this time scheduled, let's shift to the phone if the video is not working. Or if people aren't muting their calls, say, well, we'd love to hear that your dog's so happy right now, please mute it. So keep that that spirit of sharing with them as opposed to dictating to them. Well, I think connection is so important and we've talked about this several times and it is a thing, a theme I'm seeing on my own with Mm -hmm. our own team is, is communicating and over communicating in times like this. So we can all feel connected. I think everyone's feeling a little disconnected and gosh, connection is what keeps us all together. You're right. Do practice empathy and have your employee assistance provider available if you have one. For someone in HR available, too, to discuss stress, pressures, and this change, there is absolutely no shame in feeling uncomfortable or uncertain or letting someone know you don't know the answer as a leader and getting them to the right person. While we're talking about communication, do offer as much information about your company, firm, organization, or department as you can. Be vulnerable, and if you don't know, say, I don't know. And get them to the right person. At the same time, don't say I don't know when you know and you just don't want to say it. That is shameful. And I'm not trying to shame someone. I'm saying it's shameful because we're tempted to do it so that we don't have to explain. It's better if I say to you, Barb, well I've been in conversations about this, we don't have a final decision. So I'm not at liberty to say rather than saying I don't know because I really do know. And then a couple of last things. You talk about meetings. Check the technology before you use it. Absolutely. Have somebody check it with you. Don't claim that, oh, I don't get technology or this is a pain. And just in the end, as a, as a final do, do lead by example. You are the example. And don't think people won't remember exactly how you treated them and how they felt during this time, even when the time is, is over. That's such a great point. We make such an impact, all of us do, on how we are communicating with each other and how we're treating each other. Mm -hmm. So thank you so much, Debbie. With these tips, I think next week will all be better for every one of us. Mm -hmm. Any last words that you want to add? Yes, just keep in mind, we're in our heightened state of strain, uncertainty, and sometimes that that sense of, wonder and you know that concern so i encourage you to think grace consideration and perspective go a long way as both employees and as managers and i'll just add stay positive it's yes, contagious it is contagious you can follow both debbie and me on instagram and facebook at the business of life Masterclass podcast you can follow me on instagram at the stay at work mom And Debbie is all things, all social media at Debbie Lundberg. If you like what you heard, please download more, subscribe for future updates and podcasts, and rate us five stars. We are committed to providing you with a five-star guest and inspiration. We appreciate your spending time with us on the podcast for successful people embracing every chance to accomplish and experience all you can in business, and in life. Listen, choose, do. do.